Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Semi-Pro. My name is Dalton Barrett, and joining me today is Daniel Savage and Bobbin. And in just a few minutes, we're going to watch The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Alright, so the trial of the Incredible Hulk. What is everybody's what what, what where is everybody landing on what they think this is gonna be like? I think the Incredible Hulk will be on trial. I, I think perhaps that Matthew Murdoch, aka the Daredevil, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen, will be his lawyer, perhaps. I yeah. I think those are both good. I think uh, it will, good I think it will star uh Famous actor Lou Fargino. Mm, Lou Fargino? No way. That's great. <laughs> Lou Fargino oh. will never appear in the trial of the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Uh, I think that um, <clears throat> a uh, Hulk TV movie uh, featuring Daredevil sounds very exciting, but I think it'll end up being a drag. <laughs> See, I, I think, think the I opposite. I think it, it sounds like a drag. But I think I'm going to enjoy it more than I think I'm going to enjoy it. I hope I'll enjoy it. Uh, we'll see. I expect to enjoy it quite a lot, but that's just me. See, I expect not to, but we'll see. I what like happens. it. Funny you just said the opposite. Um, I expect not to enjoy it, but I think I will. Is what I'm saying. Which I guess man, means what? I expect to enjoy it. Man. <laughs> Hey, yeah, not sure. sometimes I just say things, you know? You ever been there? Okay. I just be saying things. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so we're watching... Uh, this, is, this isn't an episode. This is a movie, right? Correct. Kind of? This is a TV yeah. movie. Um, it's one of two TV movies that they did after the show ended. So the show ended... Right, so it was after it ended. I didn't know that. Yes, the series ended, well, and then they did... The, what was the other TV movie they did? It was The Return of the Incredible Hulk, which mm. you may remember as being the one where um D duncan daddy duncan from good luck charlie ah, is thor. Play, plays <laughs> thor so those are the two incredible hulk movies interesting yeah very fast uh, uh oh this is a conversation for later but i wonder like you know what other marvel heroes they would have done if they kept going and that's, i don't that's know me. i didn't know that there's some other Characters Kingpin also pops up in the show, I yeah, believe. I think he's in this movie. He may well. be in I this feel like movie. I remember seeing that when I looked up the cast. Not played by Michael Clark Duncan. No, unfortunately not. Very, very sad. Okay, well, uh, we're going to pause this for now. We're going to watch the movie, and then as soon as we're done, we will be back to talk about it just a little bit more. We watch it, a movie? No. All right, everybody, we are back. We just finished watching uh, The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, which was way better than any of us expected it to be. True. True. And uh, with that in mind, we're probably going to watch the rest of the movies as part of the sweep because we did not expect this movie to be as enjoyable as it was. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say... Um, uh, you know, we did our expectations uh, beforehand. 
I was so hilariously off the mark. I, <laughs> we all had such a good time watching this. It's kind of crazy. This was probably one of the better better movies that I expected to be bad that we've watched on the podcast. Because there have been a couple of those that I'm like, this is going to be a real drag to sit through. And then it was actually enjoyable. This was this was probably the best of those. See, me personally, that, like, I, I knew it was going to be good. But that's right. just me. Uh, it, yeah. It's crazy to me that like Daredevil fans... Uh, there, there's a lot of Daredevil fans now because of the show, but like right. Daredevil fans don't talk about this movie. Like they talk about the show and they'll talk about the movie, but they'll talk. They like I didn't know this movie existed until a few years ago. Like this is yeah, pretty yeah. niche. It, it is niche, but it's also like, like you said, it's well. That's the thing we should probably clarify. This is not a Hulk movie. As no, much yeah. as it is, a it's a Daredevil movie. movie with Hulk in it, which is yeah. a thing that I wasn't expecting. Like, I was expecting, of course, you know, a Hulk movie with Daredevil in it, and I didn't get that, which is fine, because what I got was a Hulk no, I, movie. I, I, mu I much prefer that this was a Daredevil movie with Hulk in it. Right. Because Daredevil was, was so fucking cool in this. It was very, very cool. I um, think you said that... Um, this was maybe a backdoor pilot? Was that the intention? I've heard that. I've heard that this was a backdoor pilot to a Daredevil TV show to replace Hulk because Hulk got canceled. Right. Um, and yeah, it, cer it certainly seemed like it was f trying to focus on Daredevil. Very much so. Like It very much felt like a backdoor pilot to that, which is fine. I'm not saying that negatively because it was actually really cool. I would have loved to have seen what this movie would have been or what what daredevil as a character would have been yeah i would have it, loved to see whatever spin-off show they intended correct that did not get made because I, I think it would have been did not do well probably i don't know how this movie did actually because like you would think it did well just given the popularity of hulk we we were talking a little bit off um, while we weren't recording, that there's a good chance people didn't like this because they liked Hulk. And right. This movie wasn't this was really popular. Right. Yeah. And this wasn't about Hulk as much as it was about Daredevil, yeah. which could have, you know, upset some folks. I don't know. I, mean, I think I think there were there were only like what like three four Hulk scenes in this. Yeah. As far as like actual legitimate, I only I think Hulk only popped up maybe. Yeah, you're right. Like maybe three, maybe four times throughout well, was, the hour and a half runtime. Yeah, and there is there no, there is one. no trial. If for a no, movie called the a, Trial there, of the Incredible Hulk, there's, there's, there is the dream thing, which we'll get to. Yeah, there is there is no trial of the Incredible of the Hulk. Hulk. I mean, I guess he is technically like on trial, but he has never like. Yeah, there's never an actual trial in which Matthew Murdoch, aka the Daredevil, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen, represents him. Correct. Um. But yeah, Bobbin, uh, you're going to be breaking down the plot for this episode of the... Uh, I am, unfortunately. ...of the podcast. Podcast. So I'll let you go ahead and take that away. And podcast. I'd rather Rodcast. Who's Rod? Rod, Rod Stewart? Rod no, Rod Wave. He's a rapper. I've met Rod Stewart, uh, right. actually. So, so okay. we start off like... Uh, most of the Hulk episodes uh, where Bruce Banner, I mean, sorry, David Banner. Right, uh, because because Bruce Banner sounds too gay. 
That's <laughs> hold on. Uh, clarify, clarify. <laughs> These are not our our words. Or- so, so that that's the the creator of the Hulk television series decided to rename Bruce Banner to David Banner because the name Bruce Banner sounded too gay, and that is real life canon. Yes, so true. Which is okay. fascinating to me, but it, regardless, it's not important, I guess. Yeah. Man, seventies, yeah, what a time! A weird change. Um, anyway, so he is, you know, doing his hitchhiker thing. And he's working a job. He gets bullied, uh, and he just kind of he leaves again. Uh, and then I don't think we ever rewind it. Re- rewinded it. Re- rewinded. Re- rewound. Re- re- <laughs> re- rewind. Rewind. <laughs> uh, to find out what city it was, but he goes to. I don't think they city. said. I think they just call it the city. Yeah. I assume New York, even though the skyline didn't look like New York. Not even a little bit. It was House Kitchen. Yeah, it it had, yeah, Daredevil was in New York. It had a subway scene, which was our first Hulk scene, which was very fun, I thought. Okay, so he goes to maybe House Kitchen, which, you know, uh, as as always, is, you know, kind of shadowy, uh, taken over by Kingpin, sort of. It is a shithole. (laughs) So true. But is also protected by masked vigilante dare guy, daredevil, uh, Matt Murdock. Um, Matthew the Madman Murdock is what we're going to call him. Uh, we won't. You it can. Would take a, it would take a real daredevil to. to uh, <laughs> I'll have to become the daredevil. I'm gonna have to become Which is the funny. of the Incredible. <laughs> Which it's funny that you say that because that's a line from this movie, almost word for word, is that a daredevil right. must protect the city. That's that's the point. Yeah, that, that's what Bobbin was referencing. Ah, <laughs> uh, correct. I thought he was just okay. referencing generic the fact that that's a movie trope. Mm. So so uh, David Banner is um, he he's going about. Things. He's not he's Bruce because that he's, sounds too gay. <laughs> true. Right. It's so he is, true. He is very sad. This is a very, very straight David Banner. Correct. Doing depressed Hulk things and just right. walking around when uh, these hooligans uh, rob a bank and they, uh, you know, get off to the uh, subway train. Hey, yo. And, huh? Yo, they're getting off. What? <laughs> So they go to the subway train, <laughs> and uh, David Banner happens to, to, to be there. And, you know, yeah, as you would expect to happen, uh, they're very suspicious, and they're yelling at everybody. And uh, this one guy gets creepy with a girl. There is generic creepy rapist asshole on a train. Correct. Right. He never actually he never goes for it, but you can tell he's thinking about it. No, uh, he, he very much kind of goes for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you watched, but he was very much sexually <laughs> assaulting that woman. Nah. <laughs> I think perhaps. Uh, so that happens, and then Hulk goes Hulk mode. He goes David Banner goes sicko mode, and uh, not Bruce because that. Be yeah, yes, gay. we get, we get it, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> uh, uh. So he goes sicko mode and he beats up all those guys and then he runs away. But then the police find him. 
Uh, so the police find him. They take him back. And who's waiting for him? It is their guy, Matthew Murdoch. But the audience doesn't know that yet. It's just the right. blind lawyer attorney. Now. Right. That's that's the thing I think we have to kind of remember as we're talking about this movie is that the audience probably didn't know a yeah. lot of the things that right. we know. Outside because, of like a few comic nerds right. that were watching this, no one knew who Daredevil was. Right. We're nerds. And in this Correct. movie, there are normal people watching it because normal people were a fan of this this show um and we're just some nerds watching it from the future where dare guy is like a normal everyday comic book character um three seasons and the spinoff correct and there was a feature-length film starring matthew broderick yeah but sure (laughs) you know matthew broderick also known as the man who played batman in that movie that one time um, so like there, yeah. they, we have all of this context to the character of Daredevil that general audiences probably didn't have unless you were like a super nerd, which I don't think existed as much as it does today back then. And maybe it didn't. I'm just being, there were, there know. were probably a, a couple, there was a good well, handful of people. Dalton, that- you're giving an awfully big explanation to this, but I think you're forgetting <laughs> the fact that, um, we're, we're just talking about this movie, man. Uh, I think you're, you're forgetting the fact that it's very obvious that, Matt Murdock is Daredevil in this, even if you do not know that character. I don't know, because they make a really big deal out of the reveal. I don't know that it's well, as of obvious. Of they do. As, as that's it, just how that works. I don't mm. know that it's as obvious as it feels to us today. It's and I mean the same that, face. I mean that, well, yes, but it's covered by a mask. Like, I genuinely don't know that it's as obvious to the original audience as it would have been or as it as it is to us like i i don't know that that's true i mean really yeah there is no way of knowing because we are not watching this blind haha get it because he's a blind man <laughs> correct just like me right all right so uh what, happens, what else happens <laughs> well if if uh dalton is done talking <laughs> about the general audience um, also, again, to interrupt you again, it's worth mentioning that um, the man playing Matthew uh, Murdoch and also the Daredevil of Hell's Kitchen is very good at acting blind. And well, we'll never get to that after the, the plot synopsis. We'll, we'll complement the movie after the plot. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, David uh, and Matt are, you know, in the room and they're like, David, what are you telling me? You're some kind of hulk creature maybe and then david is like no i'm i'm not but you are uh, some kind of dare devil that's what he says that's what he said it's really uh, weird and it, it it makes it seem like everyone in this movie is kind of stupid that they like continue to think that david and the hulk are not like that it's two people i wonder if that's another thing where it's like we're used to everyone knowing that Bruce Banner is the Hulk in like modern version because every other live action version of this story we've ever seen everyone's just known um right and I wonder if that's part of it like I wonder if the secret is only not well kept because he is because we know you know what I'm saying like I, I I don't know. It, Maybe it could be. Yeah, it could be the same case as, as the Daredevil thing. Like like just a perspective it, it, thing. It feels much more obvious, like to the people in the movie, that they're the same person. Right. Probably so. 
but that could just be me. Especially when he gets broken out of prison and people right, see that, it that, happen. That was, the, that was the big one, yeah. And but we'll like, get there. We're not there right. yet. Correct. You asked me to do <laughs> plot breakdown. Look, man, we're just talking. This, this is how this works, man. We just talk. This is, how, leave, this is how this has always went. Bro. I'm leaving. No, no, no. No, no, no. My bad. Okay. Okay. I had a psychotic <laughs> break. Please, please, please. So David is like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to go to jail, I guess. And then Matthew is like, no, I love you, David Banner. And you're innocent, I think. Uh, my There's this really cool like idea that um, David or and or Bruce Banner, depending on – I mean, he's David Banner in this, but Bruce Banner in the context of modern whatever – um like there's this really cool idea that he believes that he should be in jail because he views himself as a monster which is really cool and i like that we don't really get that aspect in modern hulk which i mean admittedly is also a cool and creative idea i don't want to sound like i'm down on like modern hulk stories because i know a lot of people are and i really kind of enjoy the way the mcu is taking i very much enjoy um both the very serious depressed hulk and the kind of accepting um of his situation goofy wacky hulk right i like both versions but there's something to be said about this version of the character that just like thinks he deserves to rot in prison yeah it's it's very interesting and cool not to say it's fun because it's depressing and horrible but it's very fun right it's different (laughs) right which I think is... I've uh, spent like five minutes trying to get past this uh, room <laughs> scene. Anyway, so getting... getting... Bobbin, this is, this is how we do this. This is how it always goes. We, we talk about so getting it. Getting past the room scene, uh, David Banner, uh, you know, is kept prisoner, uh, and he has a little, a little dream. He has a little dream. It's the only time there's a, a fan- trial. Fantastic right. transition that we have. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. crackedest transition maybe in the history of film. John Carpenter's got <laughs> nothing on the director of this movie, who I think is Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby who, yeah. I who, think yeah. he directed all of the. No, movies? he did not. I think he at least did death. I know he yes, did. Yes, he, he did he death, did but he did not right. do Return. The original yeah, director sure. from the he show did, came back two, for Return. He did the trilogy. That's pretty good. Yeah. So he has a dream, and he Just like Martin Luther trial. King Jr. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he has the dream, and he, he's getting harassed. He's getting haggled by all these people, and then he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to hook out, and then he hooks out, and then he destroys... The, the bleacher that Stan Lee is on. Stan Lee is in this scene. This uh, is Stan Lee's first cameo in mm-hmm. a Marvel movie, which should which is an important like point of history because it became a thing after this. Yeah. Uh, I think the next one after this was Spider Man. Um, mm, but this is his no, first. Would have been, was he in the first X Men? Because that was two thousand. I don't yeah, remember he if he was. He was. Yeah, he's in the beach. I because rem- right. I remember yeah, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't yeah. all of them for a while and then it became all of them it was like just sporadic yeah right yeah which is kind of cool uh, too like you know so he just has this marks that history he has the nightmare and he goes into the Hulk and then he the a really cool idea that we were talking about is that the stress from the dream 
actually yeah. causes him to turn into the Hulk in real life. Which is so cool. Like the fact yeah. that this nightmare causes him to become the Incredible Hulk, the trial of the Incredible Hulk, 1988, in real life. We and like, talking about. That, that's cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I like I just never really would have thought of that if it weren't for this movie, that like the stress of being the Incredible Hulk would cause him to Hulk out in real life, like even if it's a dream. Like that's just such a cool little little moment. But yeah, I can uh, ruin you. So after uh, Hulk uh, breaks out of the prison, I believe David uh, finds himself back at his like motel apartment place, and then he's gearing up to leave, uh, and then Daredevil shows up for the second time. I think I missed the hospital bit. Or when was the uh, the hospital no, Daredevil? The hospital bit that was before. They tried to kill um, uh, David Bruce Banner in prison. Okay. First yeah. They, they yeah, tried yeah, to, yeah. yeah. They tried to. So, okay. Let me let me backtrack for a moment. Yeah. Uh, so right before that, uh, so the the woman uh, from the train is like kind of being bribed to lie on David. It seems um, like they're either bribing or threatening her. Some somehow illegally. Yeah. Co- into correct saying that he is the bad guy and they're the good right and um i think she hasn't said the truth yet but she's about to and then the nurse who's under kingpin is about to assassinate her and the first appearance of daredevil is in the scene and then he kind of kind of hops in and does some cool flips and uh beats a woman True, uh, true, true, true. Uh, first time, I think, I guess, maybe the last time that's happened in live action, Daredevil beating a woman. Mm, very, very. The only probable. time, I that that can't be true. Ben Affleck Daredevil definitely beat a woman. Uh, uh, what was that? He may, maybe he. When he fought Electra, he didn't like. Yeah, like, he this didn't, Daredevil he just he kind of straight up. He was like, like doing like wrestling first. moves on her. Yeah, I, I just I guarantee you Daredevil beat a woman at some point since this. Okay, so he Probably. but it's it's fine because she's evil and wants to kill the other lady. So Daredevil, you know, kind of beats up the nurse, I guess. And then he's like, I'm Daredevil. So I'm going to flip out the window and goodbye. And it's cool. Uh, and the choreography is cool. And at this point, yeah, the costume still choreography. looks a little goofy because we've really only seen it kind of still like we've seen the fight scenes of it, but it. It hasn't really settled in because you see the behind the scenes of this. And I'm, I'm going to assume that the listening audience is much like me where you've heard a lot about this movie. The listening audience of one person. You've heard a lot about right. this movie and maybe you've seen the behind the scenes pictures, but you've never seen it. The costume looks way better in the movie than it does in those photos. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, s- like not even like even, even in the still bit. shots of it, like not just the movement, like just the, the lighting in the movie is so much better than in those pictures. And he's not doing like uh, wanna, the super goofy poses and stuff that yeah. he's doing in the movie. I want to make a whole conversation about the lighting and composition in this oh, film. It's so, it's we'll so good. Save it until uh, so after. Uh, but um, moving on back to um, the little apartment motel bit. Uh, Daredevil shows up. Uh, I'm... I'm Straight up contradicting myself immediately, but the lighting in this shot is so good. <laughs> Daredevil looks so good here. This this is what sold it for all of us, I think. Yeah, like wow, well, Daredevil. For, 
I this think it was just, I mean, just that scene in general was so yeah. cracked. It, the the alleyway scene was one of the coolest Daredevil scenes ever put to film. Was the alleyway yeah. bit right before? Yes. So the alleyway okay. bit is how he finds out where the room is that Banner yeah. is in. Right, right. And then so that's a just a super cool scene where he just like he, he just finds this dude in an alley and he just like beats him up for information. Super yeah. cool. Super cracked. But then after the- that, what we see is we see um we see Daredevil uh there's a scene where Bruce Banner he's or, or Eric Banner is leaving. It's David. David <laughs> Eric Banner is the actor is who the actor played Hulk in that bad Hulk movie. Correct. <laughs> um like he's leaving the yeah, he, he's about to hitchhike again uh, out of the apartment right. motel. And he, uh, he goes to the door, and as he goes to open the door, the door opens just on its, it's own. Oh, such a cool shot and it's, of Daredevil just looming in the doorway. It's so cool. It's such a cool shot because he opens the door like for him, and it's like super ominous. Yeah. It's very, very and cool. And even just like, like once he walks once he walks into the room, there's like this steady flashing red light outside. Yes, mm-hmm. so sick. It's such a um, cool, cool scene in this. Other- very, very briefly, I will touch uh, on uh, what did you say? The actor's name was Rex something. Rex something. He's also a musician. Um, the guy who's very good at acting like a blind man. He is the best uh, th- fake blind guy, actor maybe ever. To th- the point where we were asking each other if right, he we was thought actually he was blind. actually blind. Yeah. Like uh, he up. does an amazing Daredevil, not only with like the choreo and how he moves, but his vo- his whispery voice. Yeah, and his physique is really good too. Just, just, uh, yeah, his, just his, his body language, like as acting like a blind man, like so good. But also, I mean, like also when he was in the costume and like when he's moving uh, and like fighting, like he looks like right. like a ninja, and it's. Yeah. It's slow, but it's cool. Um, but he also looks like a blind ninja, which I would assume is a very right. difficult we all, we all thing to pull off. Um, that it, it was a lot like um, the Michael Keaton Batman's fighting, where he seems very casual about it, which makes him seem more cool and badass. Well, it almost seems like a limitation of the time. Well, right, right, yeah. Like, like it seems like something it, that was not done on its, purpose. Its benefit, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I meant by like being like the Michael Keaton Batman. Is it's like, it seems like a uh, a a limitation or a negative, but it actually wound up paying off really, really well, just because it looked so cool in the final cut of the movie, Final Cut Pro, the video editing software. Yeah, sure, man. Okay, so um, that happens. They have a brief conversation at the apartment motel thing. Uh, And then uh, Daredevil takes off his mask, and he's like, I am Daredevil, but I'm also Matt Murdock, the uh, lawyer guy who spoke to you earlier in this movie. And then David Benner goes, whoa, that's crazy. And then Matt Murdock takes David back to his house, his very big house. His his uh, very, very expensive New York apartment. <laughs> and uh, really cool uh, bit. They have a little conversation. They, they talk for a bit. Uh, and then they do a brief little origin for Daredevil. And oh, yeah. I forgot about really that. It's really good. I, I'm going to let uh, someone else take over. Why, man? <laughs> yeah, you're in a roll. Well, well, I figured someone else will want to talk about the fun things. So, 
Nah, that's why we asked okay. you to do it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so they do a brief little or like kind of origin montage. Uh, you know, you see his training from Daredevil. And he's doing all sorts of flips. Uh, he's working on the rings. It's really cool. He's doing it's a lot of acrobatic stuff, and yeah. it's really neat. He, he did the cool, the cool spinny acrobatic thing. True. Uh, and he does that for a bit, and then uh, he explains, you know, how he got to where he's at as far as like why he became Daredevil. And he's talking about a police captain, a commissioner, or something. Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Dare to commission Gordon. Straight up. Straight up. It's just Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) Like, like there's no, it's it's not even regular Commissioner Gordon. It's Commissioner Gordon from the 66 Batman show. (laughs) Correct. They Uh, ripped him off. He has, he has a bat phone, but it's a daredevil (laughs) phone because it's a daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, so <laughs> the police captain guy has a speech and he's like, the police are corrupt and uh, everyone sucks. Uh, if you're going to clean up the city, you're going to need to be a real daredevil about it. And then <laughs> and it, 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 the crowd, is in the crowd and he just looks right at the camera and smiles. <laughs> and it sounds like, okay. <laughs> genuinely, it sounds like that's a joke, but that's what they say in the movie, which right. I'm going to forgive it because I like this movie. That's it was the, just the fight how it was like it was still so cool see i, I mean, think that's i think that was the movie where yeah. i rolled my eyes and i was like really man <laughs> that was the weakest part of the movie it cool. but it's fine because it's part of a, a super cracked daredevil origin uh anyways yeah so he finishes that also to note uh you know uh comic book adaptions of this time would randomly change random things but like everything was really intact, including uh, Jack Murdoch, the boxer, mm, uh, his origin. Like everything was really, really intact. Like this was a, uh, this is a really solid Daredevil. Uh, and I, 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 considered. I think Spider Man sort of kicked this off of like comic book movies needing a really detailed origin for their character and like the first introduction of them needing to be that. I mean, this show had the opening credits basically of the first episode to tell the origin of who uh, Bruce Banner was. Whereas like, excuse you, excuse you, excuse you. I'm sorry, David Banner, because Bruce Banner sounds too gay. (laughs) Um, but but I think Spider-Man really kicked that off where it's like comic book movies need that to succeed. And so it really followed suit up until just a few years ago. But what they do is they give a very like brief version of his origin. So like they don't go into too much. They don't show his dad dying. He just kind of tells it while um, Banner looks at a picture. And it's those kind of things that I think are really cool and kind of subtle. And there are things that you don't really see because now it's like all or nothing. You either don't tell the origin at all and you just spearhead. You just drop a character into a movie or you have a really detailed origin of them. And I think it's kind of cool to see that middle ground, especially in something that's right. in this era and is so old. Like it's, I don't know, it's it's kind of cool. And I really liked the way they handled that here. They, they did a really good job of just like almost offhandedly like just having that expository dialogue just between those two characters over like 
you know, they, it had them had them bonding over their their radiation thing, which I don't think is a thing we've mentioned because we just got to the point where that uh, happened. Yeah, I yeah. was going to mention that more at the end because that's kind of where they talk about it a little more. Uh-huh. Right. But but yeah, it's that's also cool. Um. So, yeah, Uh. like Daniel just said just now, like it, it's very uh, like it's it's a bit of an exposition dump, but it's. Every time this movie does natural, like it feels. Every time this movie does something like that, they do a trope. It's never bad. Yeah, like the the execution of everything in this movie is surprisingly really good. Um. Anyway, so getting back to plot, if we have nothing to add about that very cool scene, have have we talked about the the kingpin and his glasses? is the villain of this movie. Yes, cuz it's a daredevil, it's a daredevil <laughs> backdoor pilot. Right. Uh, Kingpin, Kingpin is cool. Is he has hair and a beard and Ray-Bans. He does have hair, a beard and pit vipers. <laughs> right. Um he also um has a bunch of screens and looks and acts like a James Bond villain, which very, is very much cool. so. And and the screen so thing I, Sorry. We'll get to the screen thing as I guess as we kind of go through it, but that's like that's his character in this is he's like he's got eyes everywhere because of computer technology, which I don't know because I don't read comics terribly much. I don't know if that's a comic thing. Um, it might be. Who knows? I don't know if like him having eyes everywhere is a comic thing. I would assume so because he's the kingpin. But right. if it is, it's a really cool way to accomplish that by doing it via screens. Like that's that that's kind of a neat thing that they do, and it's kind of a cool character beat. I mean, it doesn't really like it. Kind of goes somewhere, and I would assume if this show did get its spinoff that it was supposed to get, it would. Well, have yeah, gone and we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to the end of the movie, but it does it does leave us like as if it's setting up more. Between, it leaves us uh, wanting more, right? Uh, I remember. Uh, I say I remember as if I'm remembering something long ago. But uh, when we were watching this and they were showing Kingpin in his lair, I, I straight up said, "This is a James Bond villain." Does <laughs> he yeah, very much so? Kind of has the the appearance of one, but like he literally has a James Bond villain lair, like beat for beat, like, bar, yeah, for bar. bar for bar, word for word. So, um. Uh, what's next after that? Um, is it, uh, we got the Hulk breaking out of prison, right? Yeah. Then it, I think then is when they kidnap um, train girl. Mm. Them being Fisk's people. Yeah. So the train girl who's kind of been the plot device, uh, it's kidnapped. I really thought she was going to be love interest if I'm being honest and she just wasn't, which is cool. Like I'm, like that's another thing that's like yeah no I like I, that it subverted my expectations. I think it's a trope of modern comic book movies, and that's why I expected it. And then when they didn't do that, I was like, oh cool, they didn't do the thing that I expected them to do. So it's like my expectations have been subverted, but it was more just the fact that it was before those expectations were set. Right. Which is um, kind of fun. So they capture the girl. Uh, they captured the girl, and then Daredevil was like, "I'm gonna go after this girl." And then uh, David Banner is like, uh, "I'm also gonna go with you." Uh, and they're like, "Okay, this is a buddy movie." 
and they go. Uh, Daredevil goes first, and he does some cool beat-ups and bad guys stuff. And then... So what happens is he gets kind of surrounded, and they have a bunch of speakers, and he basically gets, like, sensory overload, kind of. Yeah, well, first they... Yeah, they, they essentially have a giant flashbang on him. They shine a bunch of lights and play... Like, yeah. It's, it, they, they psyopsed him, is what they did. <laughs> uh, and he, you know... Uh, uh, Daredevil gets beat up, and then uh david banner is there and he's like i'm gonna hulk out dude and then he hulks out and well well so fisk's plan is to defeat the daredevil like that's his goal because he wants to be he wants to be in charge of crime for the whole city and his way of doing that is to prove to the other crime bosses that he can defeat their common enemy which is which is the daredevil and so that's sort of like that's the just the plan or the plot of the movie. And so that's how this works in. So this woman is just bait for daredevil to come and save. Um, and it works like Kingpin was, was spot on with what he wanted to do and he wins. And so like that, that's why that scene is, is important because it's the footage he needs to. Yeah. He was recording the whole thing for those people. Cause he's, he's a little creepster. Because he's a because he's a James Bond villain who l- loves watching people on TV screens. Uh, so and then Hulk carries Daredevil out to a little corner, and uh, uh, Hulk de-hulks into David Banner, and uh, Matt Murdock. Yeah, there's a really cool moment right here where yeah. uh, you, Matt Murdock feels the face of Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk turns into David, and then he has the realization of what David was warning him about the whole time. Yeah. And then Matt says to David, like, oh, you poor soul. Like, it was mm-hmm. so good. It, that, that, I mean, the special effects weren't great, but you can forgive. Like, it was. You just- keep dissing the special effects in Hulk, but See, I yeah, love I- it. Yeah, I really liked um, the the Hulk transformations, both unhulking and rehulking. I like most of them. Cool. This is the only one that I felt was like that one. That okay. one, I kind of, I kind of liked that one quite a bit, actually. I mean, it was a simple way to do it. It was just like cut away, cut back, and now he's Banner, which is fine. Like, yeah, but it had, it had the, the hand being on his face. I thought that was cool. You know, you know, I have a theory actually. So. Uh, Hulk only unhulks when Matt puts his hand on his face. What if mm, David Banner is gay, mm. and it was the <laughs> comfort of Matthew Murdoch that brought him back? It, it it was the comfort of Matthew Murdoch that brought yeah. him back. Yeah. They're lovers. This is a story of lovers, is what I'm saying. Absolutely, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. This is literally too fast, too furious. It's um, true. Anyway. <laughs> So that happens, and then they go back to the Daredevil house. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a, like a, a TikTok influencer. <laughs> the Daredevil house. The, we're uh, going back to the Daredevil house for sure. So they do that, and then Daredevil uh, is like, man, I suck. And then David Banner's like, no, man, I love you. You're great. They have a great <laughs> bromance. They, they have a – so – Earlier uh, in the first apartment, uh, Daredevil house a bit, uh, you know, Daredevil is, you know, because they're lovers, they're, he's comforting David. And now this is like the reverse of like, 
uh, we're the same person and we both, you know, had our lives, you know, radically changed by these by weird scientific radi radiation. Yeah. Substances. Radiation affected both of us because we are both the Hulk and we the are Daredevil. Radiation we are radiation friends. We are the Hulk and Daredevil, respectively, starring it's, in Trial of the Incredible. <laughs> it, it's kind of like that really cringy, like, in hindsight, it's it's super cringy, that thing that they did with Tony Stark and um, and and Bruce Banner, like, as Marvel was kind of rising to popularity where they were, like, science bros. It's sort of like mm, that, right, but yeah. with radiation. Radiation, bro. <laughs> we we this, be ra we be radiation will, brothers. This is this is much cooler than than the science bros thing in the MCU. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or maybe it's so, about the same. It's just fresh on your mind. Maybe so it seems cooler. I'll, I'll never admit that though. <laughs> so David gives Matt a a pep talk, uh, and he's like, "No, man, I love you, man. You're great. You're so cool. I love Daredevil." And then Matt's True. like, "You know what, David Banner." You're so right," he says. Uh, "You're all right, friend." I he's like, "We should trial of the Incredible Hulk more often, <laughs> friend." <laughs> but that's exactly what he says. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, in the Daredevil house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, that uh, you know, little beats uh, initiates the final battle. Kind of um, Daredevil doesn't really fight Kingpin in this. Uh, as Dalton said, because it feels like they were setting up for a uh, a show. And you, Although, you I don't know. I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I know I said it when it happened in the movie. It's it's set up. Um, I don't. I think it said that it was ten years since Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, Daredevil. Yes, and it, it's established a relationship between Kingpin and Daredevil. Correct. Like, well, he's like been. They, they were, they've been they were fighting for rivals. a while. Yeah, like like it's not like a recent rivalry between right. which is cool like it it doesn't yeah, no, I, li I like that a lot it 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 gave me some um some visuals of them having a screen fight it gave back it, or it goes back to the whole like this is not an origin story yeah thing like this is just this is just a day in the existence of the daredevil slash the devil of hills kitchen slash matthew murdoch yeah <laughs> um uh, what does that final battle look like? I totally forgot. It wasn't really a battle, so they go to go into Fisk's building as Fisk is showing the footage to the yeah. bad guys. This is the one that had quite a few cracked Daredevil scenes, like yes. every other Daredevil scene. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. Was, this was the payoff of all of the things that this movie has been setting up. This, this mm. had the one scene that you mentioned, Dalton, where he covers david banner's mouth when he sneaks yes. up yes okay this was, uh, please explain that yeah so yeah, this was so cool that we we like paused it or yeah. i paused it and went we, back because I, I was so impressed so it's this it's just this little tiny character moment because they've they've done the thing several times with M matthew murdoch feeling right where he, he feel of the face he, he feel of the face and specifically with banner just so he can like get a good feeling of who he is because he's a blind man and there's this scene where he sneaks up behind him um as they're trying to defeat the the king yeah well you you had said it like it showed the like one of the hench dudes 
and then it panned and we were all like, oh, oh, Daredevil's going to show up. But then it was it was actually David Banner. And then yes. And then from the shadow, like right behind him, such a fast scene. Yes. So Daredevil shows up right behind him. So little, but also so much happens. Correct. And he shows up right behind him. And instead of like instead of just like treating it like normal instead of assuming Mm -hmm. that that who he thought it was is who he was he feels his face first which is Mm -hmm. is not a super important whatever they don't even draw attention to it the 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 editor of this may not have even known you said that it was probably something that either you or bob and said it was probably something the actor just improvised correct didn't like it was like a directed thing otherwise right. they would have drawn focus. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like it was scripted. It doesn't seem like it was directed. It's just a thing that the actor does, which is so cool cuz it just it's this little tiny character moment that just sells you on this idea that this is a blind man trying to trying to, to see. trying to see. Right. Like and it just really sells you on this character in such a small way. And there are a lot of other little moments like this. And I'm sure there are some that we didn't even notice. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. And it, the, the actor, I cannot stress enough how well the actor who is playing Matt Murdock plays this character. Cause he does yeah, I don't such think, a did good we mention, job. Did we mention the, the window scenes where he's where like he, feeling, he's feeling the, the warmth of the, the sun on the glass. Yeah. Because yeah. that was that was a very good blind man establishing thing. Yeah, that was a cool like, that was a cool sort of dialogue or or explanation, just a thing in the script. That I, I, I liked like, it. It's it, it it did. It was a good contrast, it's, it, like displaying how he is like hopeful versus Banner being horribly depressed about his situation. Right, and I think we're so used to Murdoch being. The depressed, the depressed guy, Charlie Cox version, correct. Yeah. Or not even if it's not the depressed Charlie Cox version, there's also the depressed uh, Ben right. Affleck. Well, I don't, version. I don't read comics because I'm not a nerd. Well, I, I get well, Affleck wasn't that depressed. I mean, he, he was, he was, he, he had his moments. He was more depressed than this, but yeah, the depressing little bath thing. Right, right. <laughs> he was more just like emo early two thousands. Yeah. But like I think we're so used to that that seeing this, it's a very it's a very emotionally con- conflicted individual, which is kind of cool because mm-hmm. we've never seen that for this character, even still today. Like the emo- right, I, yeah, I, especially I, for the time though. Right. I mean, I guess today the Cox version sort of contrasts his emotions. It, it has, yeah, he has he has his. his it definitely has its moments, but it, like I don't know. It's just really cool, and I. I, I like all of the moments dealing with that because the actor does such a good job, but also because it's so well written. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't know, just kind of across the board, it's really cool. This really, this is just such a good movie. Like way better than it should be. Uh, okay. Uh, finishing up, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Coming to the have. end, we do need to talk about the Kingpin's pit vipers. <laughs> yeah, they had they had quite a few cool reflective shots in that, and there's uh, like we were making fun of it at first. We were like, I can't believe they gave him like. These... I mean, I still I still think it's a goofy choice, but it was it's worth it for the terrible. cool reflective. They were they were so cool. <laughs> no, like, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't very cool, but the stuff they did with them was cool. Yeah, the, yes, the scenes that they had him like 
like where the screens were reflected, especially given that's his main character beat in this TV movie, mm-hmm. is that he sees these reflections and like he did, yeah. And you you mentioned this while we were watching it. He seems like a like a film director, like just the yeah. way he sits and observes and, and like he sits he's always this... like kind of like shrouded in shadow. Yeah, and it's this cool. like electronic chair that swivels. When yeah, you, at his oh yeah, his cool electronic like, James Bond villain chair. It's 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 just neat, and and I know it's kind of a goofy choice to have him in these like hyper reflective glasses, but it it lets us see him and see what he's looking at at the same time, which is I think very very cool. You can disagree all you want but i liked it and that's I what think matters you have the wrong opinion but we will proceed. so this is the bit uh we kind of talked about a little bit where daredevil has his absolutely correct uh <laughs> the original hallway fight uh, <laughs> <and> daredevil <laughs> fights these goons in a hallway he's kind of surrounded and then he jumps up to the ceiling and then he kind of sneaks around, goes and behind, he pops up behind another group. He, he, he falls down behind the guy, and then he he starts beating everybody up. And it's you know slow TV eighties action, but it still right. works. It's so good. Um, well, once again, it goes back to that that thing where it's like, yes, this the slow eighties action is slow, but it also kind of adds because they use it in a way that makes this character feel like it's intentional like it doesn't yeah. ever feel like he's doing it out of necessity it well, feels again, like it's like the it's, way he he moves like his arms were always out like he was feeling ninja. around he's him such a blind ninja he, right yeah he acts like a blind ninja would act and it's it's not he even would. on on purpose it's just a limitation of the time um so daredevil has his fight what's after that let me think uh, does is Hulk in the final fight? I don't. He wasn't right. It was just Banner. He did was not there. Hulk out. Banner was there, yeah. but he did not Hulk out for the final fight. Yeah, he, right. he no, rarely think, hulks out in this movie. Funny. I think yeah. so, oh, twice. Okay. We, we didn't talk about so there. There was um. So we talked about Kingpin showing the stuff on like the PowerPoint presentation of Daredevil supposedly being dead, and as there's like he's saying like as you can see. Daredevil is dead. And he is dead to devil. The picture, right? It pans <laughs> to the picture of the supposedly dead Daredevil on his projector and on the styrofoam wall, Daredevil jumps through with his batons in hand in a very cool shot of him shattering the uh, styrofoam wall like the Kool-Aid man. And it is yeah. very much a styrofoam wall. So, oh, um, very, you know. showed it like up close, which was <laughs> not the best yeah. move. But something that we've brought up a couple times is that um, Hulk rarely goes sicko mode in this whole movie. Like maybe only a, a, a few times throughout it's, an hour it's, and a half runtime. So there's the train scene, so. and hold then on, there's the. Okay, yeah, let, let him finish, then we'll try and figure <laughs> out all the Hulk scenes. So, but it almost like feels like the point. Yeah. Like it almost was like. Like they were succeeding by the end by Banner not hulking out. Mm-hmm. Yes, at the end when they saved the 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 woman from the train, finally and like let her free. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's so 
it's it's like there's this idea because that was kind of the plot of the show from what I remember from the very few episodes I've seen. Like the plot, the plot of the of show, the show him, was basically him hitchhiking, trying to find a cure, and being depressed. Correct. It's him trying to find like an answer, an answer mm-hmm. to the Hulk problem. And in yeah. this, it feels like he sort of found that. Because I think, so there's the the opening scene at the beginning, which doesn't really count because it's just a shot from the show. Yeah. Uh, there's the scene on the train. There's the, there's the, yeah, the subway scene, then the dream The dream trial, that turns him into the real Hulk. turns into actual, so we'll count that as one scene because right. he's, he's, he barely hulks out in the dream and then he, he hulks out and smashes out of the... Thing. Yeah, so that's and, two. Train and then there's and, the the kingpin battles. There so there's the, really yeah, three. There's the him, three. There's, yeah, there's him saving Daredevil, and then yeah, I guess that's that's it. Which leads me to think like, and, and I mentioned this while we were watching it. I think there's a good chance that maybe they just couldn't get Lou Ferrigno, which may mm-hmm. lead to why they were using this as a backdoor pilot for Daredevil. I don't know. I don't know that, but it sort of feels like that because there's just not a lot of Hulk in this Hulk that, movie. That Lou Ferrigno was getting tired of, of getting painted green. <laughs> right. And it's and it's expensive, right? So it's it's yeah. cheaper to not do that. So that could be part of it too, especially since you've got to pay for all the Daredevil special effects. So who knows? Right. Uh so basically wrapping up the plot here, um, they save the woman. They go back to Daredevil House. They have another little pep talk. They shake hands, go buddy buddy, kiss each other on the cheek, uh, and they'll go. And they we'll call do... they call each other Radiation Brothers. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do say that. Cool. They say we're brothers. That is. Uh, and yeah. you know they kind of have this cool little like you know it, 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 they leave you with this feeling of like ah the Hulk and Daredevil are friends. That's really cool. And then you kind of view this version of the Hulk as like, oh, he's friends with Daredevil. Nice. Right. Well, uh, don't and, forget uh, that in during at the end of the Fisk fight, Fisk escapes in a boat that has a propeller on it. A boat that is flying that was apparently big enough that it could be seen from the skyline, which I just don't believe. But. Well, I think the, the thing encasing it was big enough where it could be seen from the skyline, but that also doesn't seem believable. Because the final right. scene of this movie is Matt Murdock in his office with a man who is just rip off Foggy Nelson, who they didn't name Foggy Nelson. <laughs> and yeah. he says, hey, come look at this. And then Matt walks up to the window and he's like, am I looking at it? I am blind. And the man apologizes. <laughs> and then he says they had a, they had a lot of good blind jokes in this. That was the only one where I was like, OK, like that was that was <laughs> right. Well that, well, that was like that was. Yeah, there, that was. I think it was also just because that was like the tenth, right? <laughs> the first I think couple it was were, that, were very, tough and they, that they took me by surprise. A lot of them were banner, and that was those were good because mm-hmm. he didn't know, like he was getting used to him being a blind man. This is a man who works day in and day out with him, who would know that he's blind, yeah. and he still asked him to come look at something out the window. I forgot to mention. Uh, it's kind of just a small little scene, but before uh, we wrap. Um, so, uh, when, uh, right before Daredevil shows up to Bruce Banner's apartment, uh, uh, Matt, Matt Murdock is on the phone with his great value, Foggy Nelson. And, uh, you know, he gets, he's like, Matt says, get the map off the wall. I need to see. Oh, where yes. That. Absolutely. So correct. Same. Early, earlier in the movie, uh, David Banner says like, I don't know the address of where I'm staying. Uh, it's. Uh, behind the shadow of like a really big building, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, it's like in a shadow or something. And uh, Matt Murdock, uh, you know, he he without you know, <laughs> obviously without looking at the map, he's, <laughs> he tells the guy over the phone, he's like. Uh, what's between this building and this building, and then what would it look like if the sun was at this point? And through like some Batman detective work, some Sherlock Holmes something or another, he's like he figures out exactly where Banner was. Uh, yeah, he and like, he's like so holds cool. up a ruler to cast a shadow. Yeah, so the cool. so the lamp is the sun, and the, the ruler building. is yeah. the Fisk building, which is also yeah. just yeah. like absolutely cracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, basically, wrapping up, they you know have their bro handshake, and then David goes off to hitchhike again for the next movie. Yeah, and that's about it. And it's very. Yeah, and it cool. ends with the very sad song. It does. It ends with the saddest song maybe ever written. <laughs> like it's such that's a it. sad song, dude. Yeah. That is uh, trial of the Incredible Hulk for the most part. Trial of the Incredible movie. Trial yeah. of the Incredible Daredevil movie. Genuinely <laughs> way cooler than I ever thought it could be going into yeah, it. I, mean, I, I, I was expecting it to be good, and it still like was better than I expected. Uh, just uh, uh, bringing it up again, uh, the actor's name is Rex Smith, who portrayed uh, Matt Murdock in this film. Mm-hmm. He genuinely is amazing he does uh, such a good job at pretending again like dalton said we questioned if he was blind or not because he did yeah. such an amazing job with and this. that's a, like that can't be overstated like yeah. it's it's really yeah. i don't want to say it's easy to play a blind character because it's not but what it is is what it, it's difficult to do that so well that people question if you're acting mm-hmm. blind or if you are legitimately blind like that's right. Such a difficult thing to pull off that usually you can tell. Like typically you can tell, oh, this person's acting blind, but he's doing a good job. Like Charlie Cox, mm-hmm. for instance. Like yeah. I know he's not – he does such a good job, but I still know he's not blind, and so there's that level of disconnect. With this, mm-hmm. there wasn't that level of disconnect. Like he legitimately felt like a blind man, and I felt like I was watching a blind man in a movie, which is just like – baffling that that mm-hmm. it was that good in the trial of the incredible hulk <laughs> like that that's so weird um uh it's it's been said a bunch of times before but obviously um uh <laughs> i'm forgetting yeah, brixler something brixler oh uh, bill, David Banner? bill bixby Brix- huh what's that bill, bill bixby, bixby? Bill Brixby. Uh, Bixby? Bigsby. Bigsby. is an excellent actor. Uh, You know, legendary bodybuilder Lou Ferrigno uh, looks and does an amazing job. Fargino. Um, Yeah, I mean, he does a a good job for what he's in this movie. Which should be noted Uh, that isn't very much. Not uh, as good as his performance on the Eric Andre show. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Uh, I still think it was pretty good. I still stand by, like, I know we talked about this a little bit. I I do think I prefer CGI Hulk just because I think you can kind of create that scale that the the comics have. But there is something neat about Practical Hulk 
Yeah, like, you that, said it felt very real. Like it yes. feels more genuine than. Well, believe it or not, it's actually like a guy. Yeah, it's, it's, we're it's right. Well, I, I don't believe that actually. And it, it, the interesting thing about it is, not only does it feel like a guy, but it also feels more accessible to this story than I think CGI mm -hmm. Hulk would feel. We talked about that while we were watching it. It's like when, when you watch. Um, when you watch like the MCU Hulk, like yes, he's cool and yes, he's big and yes, he's probably more comic accurate, but I don't think I could believe him in a story with Daredevil because that's such like a down to earth, right, small yeah. scale character. But with he, this, felt, he felt very street level in this, yeah, yeah, it's 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 believable, but it's it also just like it adds to that story of them working together because I believe mm -hmm. that he would work together with him, um, and so that's that's pretty cool. True. Um, so yeah, so Bobbin's broken down the plot. We've talked a lot. We've sung this movie's praises. I would recommend if if you want to watch it, to watch it. If you live in America, it's streaming on Tubi, which is a free streaming service. So you can watch it really easily. Um, and I would recommend I would, it easily. Yeah, I would very highly recommend this movie if you are a fan of the character daredevil matthew murdoch the devil of hell's kitchen correct oh, maybe not if you're not a fan of daredevil but are a fan of the yeah hulk. if you're if you're more of a hulk fan this movie is not for you although it does still have some good hulk like if, if you're a fan of the show then you will like this movie correct. if you're a fan of daredevil you will like this movie it's got some really cool bruce slash david banner yeah. stuff not a whole lot of cool um, hulk yeah, all, the, stuff. all the bruce slash david stuff is is very good I'm also a little bit biased because I used to watch the show with my dad, and I've seen right. almost every episode, I think. Yeah, uh, which I think this... I would have enjoyed this more had I seen more of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the show is great. It's it's just more of this. Um, yeah. But um, th this was just uh, great. Like, you know, was said, we can't sing the praises enough. There's... And, and you know some of some of it is also like we had no expectations really. Um, I mean there there is some data. Yeah, I did not. Like, I let's, had, like, let's I had be good honest. expectations and it was still exceeded. I mean let, let's if we're being completely honest, there is some dated stuff in this. It is a TV movie right. from the nineteen eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, Absolutely, yeah. Specifically like, the end boat shot. <laughs> right. I mean all things considered, uh, a TV movie from the nineteen eighties. It's amazing. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really good for that. The special effects are are okay for the time and on a TV movie budget. Um, it's in four by three, so it's as good as Zack Snyder's Justice League, True. which is Banger. you know cracked. <laughs> like the I, I'm telling you, Bill Bigsby, the director, did it first. He did it before Zack Snyder. Yeah, well, that's movie, something to know that the, the actor Bill Bigsby. Uh, the actor who plays David directed the movie, yeah. which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And we, we mentioned it seems like he is either very good at doing his research for the the, the characters or he is just a comic nerd, both yeah. of which are very See, cool. I think he wanted to make a movie about the Hulk finally getting his comeuppance for the things that he has done, and somebody said... Ah, in the comic books, there's this character. And maybe it was Stan Lee. I mean, who knows? Because Stan Lee what, was more involved with these early projects than he has been projects since. Right. Not yeah. anymore, of course, because he has passed away. But, you know, like these early projects, he was very hands-on with. 
Um, so maybe that was the maybe it was Stan Lee's idea to make this movie. I really don't know because I don't know I, enough about it. Was um, uh, Bill Bixby uh, was you know, you know n- nowadays if you're signed on to a Marvel movie, you can just Google you know stuff about the character. You don't necessarily have to read every comic. You don't have to go to all these comic book stores and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, then you know, playing the Hulk, you gotta find Hulk comics and read them. Uh, and my theory was like he just found Daredevil in a Hulk comic book, and he's like, "Hmm, what if I think perhaps Matthew Murdoch and the Hulk, maybe perhaps? Um, I mean, maybe, or maybe it was the studio saying, "Hey, we want to make a Daredevil show, and we want to use the Hulk as a springboard to do that." I'm, who knows what the answer to this is? I'm just glad whatever happened happened. No, I think they actually just had a big wheel in the Marvel office, and then mm-hmm. had, the wheel had a bunch of different Marvel characters. One of them being like Galactus, like Squirrel Girl. Uh, you know, you have you Squirrel Girl made the wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know about the canceled Squirrel Girl Hulk special. <laughs> no, I can't Bob, say I've heard I think, of that one. I think you're confusing this because that sounds like the wheel that DC has currently. <laughs> <laughs> Nice one, nice one. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate, it. appreciate it, homie. But uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's a really cool movie, and um, it's it like I said in America, it's streaming on Tubi, which is a free streaming service. You can watch this movie free of charge, and it's cool. And it's I don't know, it's it's just interesting to see comic book movies with this sort of care taken in this era where people didn't care about them the same yeah. way that they're when, when, about when, today when the comic book material uh ad- adapting comic book material they were like ashamed to be adapting that correct and not only that but just like people didn't care as much and on top of people not caring as much like the creatives behind the the media did not care well, yes really. but but they also let that creative vision kind of fly too which is another thing that we don't see today like yeah i agree movies yeah. will sacrifice that creative vision just for having comic accuracy and they don't really do that here where they very easily could have it's just a lot of really cool things working at once that we don't usually see from modern comic book movies and for me that was really cool uh, Daniel, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, I like uh, this movie. Daredevil is cool. I like I, the part I when he wish, said, um, to defeat Kingpin, I will have to become <laughs> the trial of the Incredible Hulk. I really wish that, um, this movie had done better or specifically the Daredevil parts had been well-received and a Daredevil spinoff show in the... Um, a late or early '90s, late '80s had occurred. That would have been very cool. It would have been. When I have a question for one of you, if you know, when was the uh, was it a Spider-Man movie that was in the '70s? It was a TV series. It was it was a TV show. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think it was related to this set. Like, well, what I'm wondering is like, if that was already going, why didn't you team up Spider-Man with Hulk? I don't. I don't know. That would have been perfect. Yeah, I mean, probably. Was, it probably was goes the Spider-Man back. show was that sixties or seventies? It was seventies, I think. It was. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. look it up. Right I now. think. Yeah, I think I'm thinking the sixties was the animated show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 And, well, and and part of it probably has to do with the same stuff we've got today with the rights issues and all of those things too. Right. Yeah. Um. 
The Amazing Spider-Man uh, yeah, 1977. Which was, I think, only a year before Incredible Hulk started. I think it was no, I think it was the eighty-two. Yeah, correct. So it would have been the same, same era that this show was right, running. Yeah. But it also, once again, it goes back to like there were still rights issues back then, and I'm sure yeah, a different absolutely. network had Hulk that had Spider-Man. And- Marvel then had the problems that DC has been having in the 2010s. Yeah, yeah, and still I'm a little bit true. now. Well, did they have that problem in the 2010s? DC? Uh, or was bit, it more yeah. just they, did, they didn't want to connect things because that didn't seem like a thing that would work back then? Maybe I'm thinking of like Fox, X-Men. Yeah, I think you're thinking... I, I mean, know. Marvel had this issue up until Disney acquired Fox. A few really. years ago, yeah. I mean, right. the, the Sony Spider-Man I mean, thing changed a lot. They still have a bit of this issue with the Hulk solo movie rights, but that's right. I mean, they, yeah, this is a thing that is still, still going on. Um, right. so yeah, so maybe it was universal had the rights to the Hulk and Sony or whoever was producing that at the time had the rights to spider Disney will not whatever. stop until they have all of it. Disney will not stop. Disney will not stop. Disney will not stop. True. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, this was a very cool thing. I really liked it. I would recommend that you watch it if you. Yeah, if you can. I would. I would very highly recommend this. This is one of the coolest things we've watched on the podcast because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so we've gone way over on this episode. This is one of the longest episodes like of the podcast, movie. if not the longest be. episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, next week we will be because we didn't expect to enjoy this as much, so we're going back and we're going to watch the first of this trilogy, which is mm-hmm. the. Re- Turn or the death? Yes, no, the re- it's the return, which is the one with Thor. Yes, it's the return of the Incredible Hulk, which is the first of these revival movies for the series, which has um, uh, Mr. Duncan from Good Luck Charlie as right. Thor, the god of thunder. So we're going to be watching that next on the very next episode of Semi Pro. So. If you are watching on YouTube, do all of the YouTube things like this video, subscribe, do all of the things that you are instructed to do by the YouTube algorithm. If you're watching on any of our streaming platforms, go ahead and rate this podcast, give it a review, send it to your friends. That helps to push this this show out to more people. Uh, But we very much appreciate you listening to this. We hope you check out the movie, and we'll see you on the very next episode of Simi Pro. Yeah.